Two and a Half Chicks is back today with Brian's friend E, who comes on the show to revisit the topic of opposites attract and dating later in life. We dive a little deeper into the subject and discuss the positives and negatives of being opposites in a relationship. Is it important to have things in common with your partner or no? We talk about dating when you're older. How long do you wait to find the perfect person? And is there such a thing as being too picky? Once you start to get older, do you choose someone for the right reasons? Do you settle because you're getting older and you feel it's getting too late to keep looking? We cover meeting people online versus in person and ways you can meet in person these days. I mean, are we a little old to be trolling bars? It can start to feel like you'll never find love. And can love be found at any age? Listen to this honest and humorous discussion that includes a bit of verbal sparring in moments, but it concludes with a message of hope. Welcome back to Two and a Half Chicks. It's me, Tess, and Monica, and Brian. Hey! So today we have a guest on our show, E, and I'm going to have Brian introduce our guest because he brought her onto the show. Yes, so this is the infamous E who said that I am not masculine enough for her. How do I know that was going to come out right out of the gate? Oh, yeah. This is how she gets it. Hey, how do you think I introduced her daughter? Okay. (laughs) So, yes, uh, we we met online and we we wound up just becoming really great friends after this whole thing. Um, And I met one of her boyfriends and he was so feminine. It was ridiculous. But it was he's a great guy. I love him to death. But she's telling me I'm not masculine. That boy's just as unmasculine as me. So I'm just going to throw that out there, folks. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) You know, I want to draw the line. I want to say this is the last time you mentioned that because I don't think I ever said that. You feel that way that I said you're not masculine enough. I didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's not what she said. (laughs) No. What did you say? I told them that I didn't feel attraction. And I thought there's no way that's true because look at me. (laughs) Monica's face. I wish you guys could see it. Oh my God. Anyway, oh, I love to, Brian. We oh, have to Brian. To bed. Brian, I think I was meant to tell you to stop what you were doing so that you could hit it off with M and look at you. I, I'm right? Look, I adore you. You are one of my great friends now. I mean, we talk about everything and anything. And I actually made a great friend. I made another girlfriend, right? Two and a half chicks, right? I have so many girlfriends. She just fits right into the mold. Do you have male friends? I got a couple of them. Yeah. No, I don't really have a lot. I probably got it. I could probably tell you I got about five really good guy friends. All right. But I got about 30 really good girlfriends. Not too many of them, though. (laughs) And over half of them start with J. That's the funny part. (laughs) It's so true, right? (laughs) (laughs) I got to see one because when he calls me and he says, oh, I'm in the car with so-and-so. And I said, okay, I'll be nice. Um, those are acquaintances. Those are acquaintances. Those are work okay. acquaintances. Yeah, I just go play golf with those. Out in Reno, I got a lot of acquaintances. Okay. I don't really have a lot of guy friends. I don't have, I probably have one guy friend here. Yeah. So, so, but back home, that's my core. So I haven't met any of your guy friends. Nope. But you would anyways. have if you would have gone on a cruise with us in December. Oh, don't get me started. Thank you would you have for met the my best friend. Yeah. So. Yes. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, so was... that's before we get started, I'll just tell you, he busts my balls all the time because she tells me, I said, oh, Monica was in town. Why didn't you tell me? Oh, I went to go see that. <laughs> why didn't you tell me? Everything is why didn't you tell me? He always. 
always tells me after it happens or he tells me when everybody's sitting having drinks or we're doing this. He's like, oh, e, we're over here. I'm like, what do you want me to fly over there or what? He never gives me a warning, but he always tells me about it. So I see what you do. You just tell me about it so I can drool afterwards or be jelly. But and it keeps I, happening. So I'm sorry for taking up so much time in this introduction, but she's a lot of fun. So what do you want to talk about today? E? I know you came on and I, you've listened to us all the time because you always call me up and say, I can't believe you said that. So <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? Sky's the limit. First of all, I loved a lot of the topics that you guys have covered. And you said before, you can always revisit them. Absolutely. When you guys were talking about, you know, the opposites attract, I was listening to that the same week. Uh, I was listening to a radio, uh, radio station talk about that. And I had so much to say about that. And I think... My opinion on that is that it depends on the time of your life. I think sometimes you're good with the opposite because you balance each other. And it's true. Opposites attract at some point in your life, but it changes. I think it varies. And I bring that up because I always thought, you know, in my early marriage life that we were such a good team because we were opposites. Because what he didn't carry, I carried, or what I didn't, he did, and it was so good. But then I I, I want to say that I changed a lot in a good way. I grew. And when your other person doesn't follow, doesn't grow at the same level as you do, or one of them changes a different directions and you just go different directions, then being opposites, it's to the contrary of what you started with. Are you talking about personality opposites? Or are you talking about looks opposites? No, I'm talking about personality and your likes, like the things that you like to do. What are you into? I feel like when you're younger, it's opposites attract probably looks wise. When you're older, it's opposites attract personality wise. Yeah, I feel like it might be just so superficial when we're younger. The newer generations, I think they're smarter about that, you know, about not judging a book by its cover. I think in my generation, when I was dating, which I didn't do much before I got married, we did judge a person by their physical appearance initially. And sometimes we'd like some, somebody's appearance and we, uh, at least I did, and you thought you had to make it work with that person because you like them physically. And now meeting people on dating apps or, you know, the TV shows that people meet behind the scenes, they don't, they don't know each other for a few weeks and they fall in love with each other or they like each other. I like that concept because then you get to like the person. If you were ideally where you married to that person or you get to live with that person, you really like that person all the time, not just when they look nice. That helps, though. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely think that, you know, even at our age, we still care about how the other person looks. We're not as shallow as when we were younger. You know, like our uh, our criteria has expanded versus when we're younger. (laughs) I'm I'm laughing because I was like, well, I still am, Monica. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely shallow. Brian's, you know, an anomaly. But what I'm trying to say is we still care about how they look, but our criteria is not so narrow. We kind of are more accepting of different things than when we were when we when they were younger. But it still matters that we like how they look. Completely agree. I'm also dating on the apps. And I'll tell you, if I meet a guy and I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. And it has nothing to do with the way he looks. It's just when you're meeting somebody on the apps, don't you automatically judge on appearance first thing? Because that's all oh, yeah. you have, right? Yeah, because Definitely. you're looking at pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To begin with, you do. But I agree, Monica, that we can see if we're attracted to them physically. But like you say, not as much as before. 
I'm a little bit more tolerant than things that I would say before Mm -hmm. and say, oh, no, no, you know, I don't like this person. You don't even want to get to know them. I'm not like that. Where before Mm -hmm. I could have been when I was younger, I could just, you know, Mm -hmm. say I don't even want to take the time to get to know them. But I think one uh, of the things that E and I, we used to talk about, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, which I know I'm not. So don't correct me. You look (laughs) for problems when you were dating, right? You were a, a problem searcher. You think that I look for problems. Well, but you, you interpret you, that. What are you talking about when you were you dating? Keep saying or you saying No, 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 no. I mean, no, I mean, after we were like, we, we became friends and stuff. And we started talking about her dating. She would always come up with an excuse or I don't know, because he's going to, he does, he might do this or he, she but, looked for stuff. But Brian, you know, I can understand that because we get to an age where we start seeing flags, right? Little red flags or little yellow flags. You don't we're I agree. afraid that those flags may be yellow right now, but they're going to turn into big red flags later on. So we're just afraid of what pattern might be developing. And that's completely fair, Monica, but don't put a flag where it's not a flag. And that's what I was trying to tell Brian the whole time. It's like, at least I have wisdom that I think, you know, I'm judging by experience. And if it felt the same way when this happened and it feels the same way now, I'm trusting my instinct to let it be a red flag. And yeah, true. Maybe I don't give myself the opportunity of what it could have been if it could have been something good. But the minute I feel like it doesn't feel right and I don't feel the same way anymore, like you say, I find a problem. Yeah, but it could be one thing. It could be something simple. Well, it, it depends on what that one thing is. You know, he like yeah. he tied his shoes in a double bow. Now I, I, I got to move on. You know, <laughs> did she really do that, Brian? Or are you just exactly- well? I'm not. That was a simple thing, but like she did get a little bit too picky. Okay, give me an example of something that you thought I was too picky. Well, I, I, I can't really think back that far, uh, <laughs> but I remember like the one dude it was a mama's boy, right? So many mama's boys. Right. <laughs> Wait, what age group are we talking about? <laughs> They're all just I, mama's boys. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have a boy that's a mama's boy. We're not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I'm but, saying him in general, you had a lot to say about. I mean, I was describing him to you and giving you my opinion. Yeah, he 54 test the age, um, 50, not too, not too big of an age difference, was married and then was in a long-term relationship before meeting me, never had children. Um, he gave me a couple of excuses for which he was busy because his parents are aging and they depend on his help for some things. But when I said he was a mama's boy, because he would say, you know, my mom's toilet flooded or things like that, <laughs> or, she, or she's the only one, or she's the only one that can give me a haircut. I don't, for 25 years or 30 something years, I only go to my mom to get my haircut. That's when I said, okay, that's I'm not attractive to me. So see what I mean? You're looking for things now, but I wasn't looking for things. I was just telling you how it made me feel. Okay. Of course. But what's the difference between him going to the same stylist down the road, or going to his mom for that many years? There's, oh, there's a big difference. There's a big difference because, yeah, because there was more to the conversation. You know, it's not just going to get, you know, I haven't let anyone else touch my hair, but my mom, I only, I I just felt like, how am I going to be dating a person that, what if, you know, his mom dictates how he does things and I'm not even allowed (laughs) in the relationship? Well, that's why I ask what age, because you said there's so many mama's boys. I'm like, 
what age are these guys that they're all mama's boys? The older you get, you're not too much of a mama's boy in your face. Yeah, no, you know? when I said there's so many, I, I just told Brian that I met a few that seemed that way. And I'm like, no wonder you're single because <laughs> you haven't detached. Says the single girl. <laughs> but Brian, you're yeah. not a mama's boy. Can you imagine you having your mom cut your hair at your age? Hell no. See? Hell no. <laughs> what? I can't imagine it was wrong. Can you imagine that M all of a sudden says like, oh, I only let my mom do something like cut my hair. Nobody else cuts my hair. No, I get it. I get it. It would just be funny to me. I'd be like, all right. So she cuts your hair. Big deal. <laughs> Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get back to this opposites attract idea, right? So at this point in our lives, like, I feel like we get more set in our ways as we get older. So, I mean, how does that play into it? Do we just, do we accept people more because we're older and they're older and we accept the differences and we're like being less picky? Like, how does it change as you get older? I'll give you one example. Brian likes to drink and doesn't like to drink. They make it work. Right. Yeah. He doesn't go drinking with somebody else. And uh, and Amber oh, I do. Go- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> OK, but that's part of it, though. That's the beauty of it, because she lets me do what I want to do. Right. You guys give each other your your freedom to do whatever you like to do. Yeah. But you also find time to do things together. Yes. And later, when you guys are together, you're not angry about what she did while she wasn't with you or she's angry because you right. You guys meet in the middle. Yeah. And in my past relationship, it used to be fine. Same situation. We each one of us could do what we like to do separate ways. And then we had our time when we did, you know, things together and it, and we were both happy about that. But eventually it just started to be where he would just go to his own things because he thought he said, well, she doesn't like that. So I'll do this. And she can go along to do her things because I don't like to hang out with those people. And it just got to be more and more until. We just yeah. didn't do anything together anymore. Yeah, that can be dangerous. Yeah. yeah, And the times that we were together, we just felt like strangers. And uh, and like I said, it didn't happen from one day to the next. And then later when I started trying to date, then I would fight somebody that was being that way, trying, you know, when they were telling me what they're like. The minute I saw that somebody said that they'd like to be doing their own thing. And I was like, no, I don't want the same thing. I'm looking for someone to be close to me. To have things in common that gets us close. I don't want to have things that each one of us like separately because then I should have just stayed where I was. So well, Em and I have zero in common. Absolutely zero. She does her thing and I do my thing. You do not have to have things in common. Yes, obviously we come home together and we maybe watch a movie and then go to bed or we have dinner together. But like we have nothing in common. You couldn't get more f- further apart than us two. But how are you making that work? Yeah, exactly. Because we still have our independence and we have like mindedness, right? We focus on the kid. We both, you know, take care of the house. We pay the bills. We do go on vacations together and stuff. But like normal everyday stuff, I go do my thing. She does her thing. I play golf with my buddies. I go out drinking if I want. I go to the casino and gamble if I want. And she does what she wants. I have to say that from my perspective, when I have looked at couples that are successful or, or, or happy, like truly happy marriages, I do find that they have their independent likes. They're able to do things on their own. They're not like micromanaging each other's time, but at the same right. time, they put in the effort to do things together, like go right. out on Friday evenings together. That's their time to get, um, not just Friday evening, but 
they 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 have their independent likes and events that they go to. They don't always have to have their spouse with them, but at the same time, they make the effort to make sure that they make time for each other. Yeah, and you prioritize that person. So if I'm out with my friends and there's a family emergency, bye guys, I got to go. You know, you got to get home and take care of your person, but you do not have to have anything like crazy in common with somebody. I've proven that because <laughs> the last few people I dated, I've had nothing in common with. It has to be your personality. That's what you like. My personality or my That's experience, true. you're happy the way you guys are. To me, that would make me miserable because that's what I had. And it didn't feel like we loved each other because we were just living two separate lives. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see my person, you know, or speak to them 24 hours a day or even text or communicate multiple times a day. Just as long as when we wake up, we're together, we have connection. Mm -hmm. And when we come back home, we have connection. But if we get home and we don't say how was your job and how was your day or whatever, and we don't talk about anything, we just go our separate ways, then why live with a person? I don't, that's not. Well, because well, you're like, talking about a communication problem, though. That is different. Yeah, I agree, Brian. Yeah. It's a communication yeah. issue. That's not having independent life. That's just not communicating. I'm with E that it just depends on what you want out of the relationship. I mean, everybody's different. Some people like to have more connections. Some people like to have more independence. I think there's no right or wrong way. I think it's just a matter of- Yeah, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying- No, you're right, Tess. You're right, Tess. It's all what we want. And it's it's about you, E, finding the person that wants what you like too. Yeah, you need enough compatibility with a person to be in agreement about that or, you know, about how much you do or don't want to spend time together and what you do and don't like. Because I I mean, for me, for opposites attract, I think there's certain things in our lives that if they're different, they actually complement each other. But then there's some things, if they're not the same, they're very frustrating. And that's different for every couple. Right. And to wrap that up, I was saying that's why, to me, when I was younger, I thought opposites attract was good. I felt that it worked because it was, like we say, it was attractive to me to have someone that was so different than the way I was. And it was... I don't know. It was intriguing to me. But now at my age, I don't want to look for someone that likes the opposite things than what I do. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying, that it really depends at what stage of your life you're at. Well, what stage of your life are you at now? Are you in a relationship now? Somewhat. Okay. Somewhat. And do they want the same type of relationship or connection that you do? They want the same kind of connection that I do. As far as Long term, it's not defined yet. How long you been dating? Uh, almost a year. And yeah, still can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know somebody that moved in, what, three months after? Four months Cause, after? Because I know how to make things work. See, I need your book. <laughs> I need to learn from you if you know how to make things work. At some point, you got to say, this isn't what I'm looking for. You got to make a decision. After a year, kind of have an idea of whether you guys have light goals or not. Yeah, I feel like I am taking my time because I'm not in a hurry to get into anything serious. You know, I think of your advice at the beginning when I met you and you said you haven't had time to grieve, you haven't had Mm -hmm. time to process. So I think I needed that time and I didn't want to completely be alone to be, you know, I didn't want to go to one extreme or the other, but I think I'm having that time now where I'm just enjoying or I passed the period where I was grieving that my loss and now I'm just enjoying my freedom, but I also don't want to be so alone. Mm -hmm. So 
I have someone that I think we, you know, we like a lot of the same things. We have a good connection. But as far as planning to move in with this person and plan the rest of our future together, I'm not at that point. I think it's going to be a long time. And for the record, the guy is fantastic. I, I really like the guy. And here's the bonus. He's a manager at like a wine bar. Nice one too. <laughs> I met your boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> yes, she did. You did. Mm-hmm. We went to that wine bar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So what do you think? He seems very nice. I mean, I obviously I just met him like for what, five minutes? I wasn't going to start asking him like, so what are your intentions? <laughs> I mean, he, he made it a point to come over to the table and speak to us, right? I mean, I know that could be his job, but since I had met him before, I just like the guy. I think he's friendly. Mm-hmm. I think I got a lot in common with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he is a great person. You know, and, and I told him before, if I saw you in, in a crowd of people or if, you know, if we met somewhere in person, I probably would not have thought that I like you as a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I probably would have come home and say, no, nah, he's not my type. You know, he's, I would have. She's not masculine enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> For so many reasons, I would have I would have said that, no, this is not my type, but he is such a great person. There's so many things that make him, you know, a great person. But I still I'm like, I don't know, I'm trying to be really cautious because I don't want to get too serious, even though he's a great person. So what would you say, Tess or Monica? What would you say? And is like, are you more of like the it's been a year, take your time or it's been a year. Come on, people, let's go. I'm a bad person to ask because I had a relationship with somebody for six years. There was no definition to it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I also had a husband at home. So, you know, <laughs> I, I know. I'm a bad answer. person to ask. You know, I can have different relationships that have different definitions. But again, I think it depends on the people, you know, what they're looking for at their age and whether or not they want to have, you know, a companionship, a tight companionship. I think when you're younger, that's a much more important question. Or if you're looking to settle down, that's a really important question. It's hard to answer for me. Yeah, I think for me, because I feel like if we get into that conversation, we are just going to realize that he's not ready to live with someone or, you know, get into a serious relationship to live together with someone. That's fair. What's your time frame? What would be your ideal time frame? I don't really have a time frame. I just don't want to. uh, I I don't know. I want to say I don't want to get remarried, first of all. Right. We just I hope they get there together time frame wise, right? My get together right. time frame. I want to say maybe four years from now. You want to be confused for four years? No, I'm saying in four years, I'm probably going to be panicking and say, okay, I'm looking really old. I don't, you know, I'm not going to find anyone. I better hurry. <laughs> That's probably when I'm going to be like, you well, know. Do you have younger children or are your kids gone? My kids are old. My kids are out of college and uh, one they're okay, on. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Tess made the point that it's different for everybody. Everybody has different things they want in a relationship. And, you know, some people know that they're meant to be together or want to be together after three months. Some people know after a few years. So I would just say, be honest with yourself. Like, don't be afraid to tell yourself the truth and face the truth. Yeah, that's a great advice. Do you really want to be in this relationship? Why do you want to be in this relationship? You don't have to answer that now, but why? Like, really, why? are you? Is it because you just don't want to be alone? Or is it because you just want to have somebody? Or because, like you said, you're, you're going to panic in four years because then you're not going to find anybody and you don't want to end up alone. So why 
do you want to continue this relationship? Those are really good questions, Monica. And I guess I am afraid to ask myself, you know, and find out the reasons. You know, I'll share something about myself. When I turned, you know, I turned 51 earlier this year and I did a trip to Miami, which I mentioned in the podcast. And I specifically wanted to go to the beach because for some reason, every time I go to the beach, I don't know what it is about the beach. It helps me like get like center myself. And I was thinking about the fact that I was just having really bad luck with, with dating, like just guys who had problems or the guys that I liked didn't respond to me. And, you know, it, it really does hurt your like ego when you don't get responses on the apps, you know, or you like somebody and you never hear back, you know, or like you match with somebody and then all of a sudden the match is gone. That's like a really big, you know, so I, I went through all that too, though, Monica, too, just so you know, it's not just females. The guys I know, but I thought about it like, yeah, I have a fear of being alone too. You know, I want to love and be loved, to be accepted in that way. It's important for everybody. That's a basic need. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that like for most of my relationships that I've been in my whole life, it was because I was just looking for that. And I stayed in these relationships that I shouldn't have stayed in because of that, just because I wanted a relationship. I wanted to, you know, be in love or be loved. And I realized that I was not in the relationship for the right reasons. So that's why I keep saying to you guys, I know you guys keep saying, no, no, no. That's why I keep saying, because on that trip, I just had the epiphany. I made my peace with being alone and it's okay. It's okay. It's hard. It's not like I'm happy, like, oh yeah, you know, but I really reached that point where I made my peace that if I end up alone, I'll be okay. I'll find something to do. Yeah, I feel you, Monica, because I've been thinking about the same. In fact, that's what I told Brian, mm -hmm. you know, that I've been thinking about a lot. It's like, okay, I need to accept that I may end up alone and I have to be okay with it because I know that in the past I have probably been too demanding, too picky. I think about that. I think if I would have lowered my expectations, maybe I wouldn't have gotten divorced. But at the same time, I'm thinking... I haven't felt like I met my soulmate, even though I was married for 27 years. Him and I both admitted that we were not soulmates. I think I will be okay if I don't find my soulmate. I'd rather be with my soulmate, but with someone just for the company. Yeah. And you have to also realize that it's not because there's something wrong with you. It just happens to be that you just didn't find the right person at the right time. That's very true. Whenever I start saying something, Ryan always says, it's you, E. I told you, it's you. <laughs> this message, though, is really, really sad and dismal, you guys. Don't you think you can find love at any age? Do you really think that if you're yes. not in love at, in your 50s that you're never going to find it? That's how I feel right now. I turned 45 to find love. So yes, as I believe you 100%. You could be any age. I believe that, too. Like, I mean, no. I'm not single, so it's easy for me to say, but I still think that you know, if I was, I'd certainly not say that it's never going to happen. I would just be open to the idea. So maybe the problem is the you're putting it out into the, the universe that it's not possible anymore. You know, I don't know. I agree. But there's also the fact that when you do put your hopes that you will find somebody and you get disappointed, it hurts a lot. So yeah, what we're probably doing is we're putting yeah. up our defense mechanism because every time you get rejected... Every time you meet somebody that is a complete jerk or you know is the wrong person, it hurts a lot because yeah, you I realize I don't have many options out there. 
you know, and you have to face the reality that you may be alone because if you don't, you're going to end up with the wrong person or you're just going to be constantly depressed about it. So I know it is dismal, but it's a defense mechanism too. But I mean, Em and I are a perfect example of like, I made this very clear from the very first time we started talking on the podcast. She was not my ideal person. We weren't attracted to each other. Well, she says that, but I disagree. I I don't believe her. (laughs) But but Brian, you've done that to me too, where you keep making a judgment on what we have decided and why we're doing things. I know I'm trying to very hard to accept more guys, you know, guys that aren't my ideal guy, but I've gotten to the point where it's like, yeah, this guy's not the right one for me. Like I, oh, I get it. I just know. based on looks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get it. I don't feel like I'm just tossing guys away. And like I said, I haven't tossed anybody away in the recent past because literally I keep getting deleted from men's matches. Like I get the match, I get the message, I go look, he's gone. I'm like, okay, I guess yeah, I get like that. A, he swiped not- right by mistake or something. So I get it, and I'm not passing judgment on it. But my point is, this is what it got me through it all. I didn't care. After a while, it got to the point where I was like, you don't care. You just, that's what. And that's us not caring. What we're saying right now is we don't care. But I don't don't know. It doesn't sound, it sounds like you do care. I remember when you were dating, you were telling me, oh, you know, all these women from Reno that they don't know what they want. And I just felt like you wanted to find someone to click immediately. But what did I do? I kept looking and I kept trying. I kept sampling at the chocolate counter. Yeah. You know? And if it didn't work out, I was like, okay, but don't work out. Being, Bye. But remember, you were being bitter about it. And I told you, I said, you have to relax and you can't expect every match to be the perfect match. I was being bitter because I was being used for sex. <laughs> oh my God, boy. The horror. The horror, Brian. Oh, I can't believe you were being Monica, used for that. No means no. Okay. <laughs> On that note, I was telling Brian, you know, I wouldn't mind just staying single and just having a milkman. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's right. And he asked me and he's like, what about the milkman? And I said, well, he's there if I call him. And if, you know, she has a milkman, but that's what she means. I used to, (laughs) but we're really good friends. And I, uh, or maybe we're not because I share the podcast with him. And that's when I stopped hearing from him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You mean he heard Brian talk about you? Yeah, maybe. Oh, no. Oh, so you were. I didn't say anything bad about you. I always say nice things about you. No. So he found out you were seeing Brian at the same time. He was the milkman. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, well. It was always no strings attached. It was. You know, never. Apparently, he had a different idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking. The same thing. <laughs> anyway, so I was just when Brian brought that up, he didn't want to be used for sex. Well, yeah, I think maybe that's the same thing. He didn't want to be used for sex anymore. So, so Brian <laughs> influenced him. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you got to be influencing a bunch of people out there. I don't know. You're so honest. You got to oh, be influencing. He definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I deserve credit because the minute I told you to relax and stop talking about, about women, you're the outsider. Don't, don't be saying that people have to be like people from New Jersey. And then you. She did. You she found did. She helped a lot. Yeah. 
Well, and I found him after about five, seven, eight, nine other people. But yes, I did find her. <laughs> yeah, because you were getting upset. But that's what I love about M because she told me, find what you're looking for. I'll be here or I won't be here. And I was like, okay, that's great. You know, yeah. not that she wants me to go out and do stupid things now, but at <laughs> the time she understood who I was and what I went Where through and she allowed me to grow. She was, yeah, giving you this freedom to... Find what you really what you're looking for. If it's me, I'll be here. Yes. Too bad I can't be that way. <laughs> I admit it. I can't be that way. <laughs> that and I'm impatient. And that's my problem, that I'm super impatient. I can't wait for things to develop. You've been waiting a year. <laughs> How do you know that I've been waiting? And what do you mean that I've been waiting well, a I year? I don't know. You tell me. Have you not been waiting? Well, what do you mean that I, with... I've been waiting a year. He's just saying that you don't seem to be in a rush in your current relationship. Yes, exactly. No, I just mean I've been busy with other things in life, but I'm just saying in general, I'm very impatient with not just with dating, with meeting people, just in general with things that I do in my life. I'm I'm very impatient. I want things to come to fruition fast. And yeah, we've been dating for, it, it hasn't felt like a year and we've been on and off. I just feel like if I don't, continue this relationship, I'm not going to go back to online dating. I just don't want to be looking online anymore. Do you have other ways that, that you would like to meet people? Because people think sometimes that the old ways are dead. So I'm no. just wondering, and, like, is there... And I, di- I disagree with that. Sorry, Tess. I agree with you that they think that, but I it's not true. I'm hopeful yeah. that I can meet someone in person. There's something and- about having a chemistry with somebody you meet in person, yeah. right? As opposed to yeah. swiping through photos online. Well, yeah, exactly. So think about it, Monica, you kind of don't really do anything. So it's hard for you to meet someone. You don't you go out there. Out when you go hiking, yeah. you go by yourself. You know what I mean? There's meetup groups. There's so many different things you guys could do. And E, you get lucky because you could go out with me. And if you see somebody you like, I could say something to them. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's that simple. Don't, don't, don't ever do that for me, please. <laughs> do, you re- do you remember Brian when we went out for breakfast and 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 yes. uh, and I told you that the 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 cook guy was so hot and then the girl yep. comes back and say he's engaged. I'm like I didn't want to marry him. <laughs> yeah, uh, she but she said, oh my god, this cook is so good looking. And I said, hey, buddy, are you ma- you married? You oh, I'm engaged. I was like, all right, okay. So in talking about meeting people the old fashioned way, I'm not trying to be negative on myself. It's more that I have learned how to look at myself, to see myself the way I really am. But you have to be attractive to meet people in person. You are attractive. Monica, you're crazy. Monica, how can you? Well, Monica showed up at our Christmas party. She was a sex pot. She came in all dressed up. I hate, oh my God. Hair was all like. Done up nice and stuff. Makeup all up. She looked good. I, you don't see yourself. Well, th- thank you, Brian. Thank you. Maybe I don't see myself, but I look at the women that like the other day I was at a restaurant and I saw this older couple there and they were clearly on a date. It was like a, you could tell it was on a date and she looked good. And this guy was all over her. And I thought to myself, good yeah, I don't look. I know I was happy for them. Don't get me wrong. That's why. She got that date because she looks that way. I don't look that way. The way she looked, I do not look that way. So I do think that in person, it has to be that you have to look good. You have to have like a certain look. And I don't have that look. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you this. It's not what the general public thinks is pretty, right? When you get to a certain point, it's what the person thinks is pretty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She was not my type at all. And I live with her now. 
And I can't imagine being with anybody else. You know, it's what your your mind see after a while. But it's Brian, if you had met M at a bar, let's just say you were at a bar, would you have gravitated towards her if you had not met her on an online app? Uh, no, but I met her on an online app and I knew what she looked like. And I knew I, I had a choice still. You're talking about the scenario where somebody sees you across the room and comes over because they're attracted right away. But if you like, not that you have a ton of time for this, because I know how busy person you are, but if you went to a meetup group for something you enjoyed doing, whether it was a book club or hiking or whatever, and you got into a group and you met other people and you got to know each other while you were doing these activities you like, people are going to see you beyond whatever that first impression is and yes. get to know you. And I think a lot of my relationships uh, had did not start by me just going, oh my God, look at that person. A lot of my relationships didn't start that way, but you, I have to connect with somebody on some level. I can't be with somebody just based on what they look like. So I think what you're saying, if I'm not wrong, is that it's not always just based on, you know, whether or not when you meet somebody the old fashioned way, if you saw them across the room and had to meet them. Right. No, it's not that at all. It's more than that. And you know what, Monica, there's going to be a guy out there that sees you from across the room is going to think you're a supermodel because there's somebody for everybody. I agree with that. True. True. You know? Not everybody's looking also, for somebody all done. But up. it's also a matter of finding that person at the right time. You're right. It's you, all but that's the beauty of it. You just have to believe that, you know, it's possible. You don't have to worry about the how or the when or the where. You just have to believe it's possible. I have to stand corrected on earlier, Monica, because the only dating apps I were ever on were for swinging. So I, can't, I haven't been through you guys have been on. So I can't like, I don't know what you're going through, but I can, I stand corrected on my comment earlier about believing because when you say you get rejected one time after another, after another, after another, I a hundred percent can imagine that would make you want to give up hundred percent. So I totally stand corrected on that. But I'm just saying that just don't give up hope and think you're going to be single for the rest of your life if that's not what you want. That's just my message of hope for the day, because I just think that people meet each other in the most asinine ways and it works out. It's you just so never true. Know. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to just not be expecting it when it will happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's Pretty very much. true. And that's when you yeah. meet the best ones when you least yeah. expect. We talked about this in a previous podcast. I don't know. Yeah. It could have even been with your daughter. But you do meet people when you least expect it. And then it just, boom, it flowers from there. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the apps for a little bit, Monica. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't rely 100% on them. That's all. Like, maybe if you have homework to do, go to a coffee shop to do your homework. Yeah. Or something. Just get out into the world. Go Mm -hmm. and meet up. I met a lot of my friends through meetups. And just having friends just give you the opportunity to meet other people. But I haven't done the dating app since I met my current half. And I'm afraid to have to go ever again. Yeah, I don't they are you. very <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if I meet someone at church, that would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> do you go to church? Of course. Oh, I was just asking. I don't know. I thought this was like... Yeah, actually, church is a, is a really good place to meet people. Yeah. Like for people, because that's like very... Common Shared spiritual belief too. Yeah, that's a yep. very common thing to have, and it's very important to have that in common. You want, yeah, you want to have that in common, mm-hmm. and you want, yeah. I mean, volunteering to help out in church events and things like that. You want to find a person that's doing good. It, you know, it's a great person, and you know that by the fact that they're churchgoers, they're not out there looking just to fool around and just you know get their kicks off. They're probably looking for something serious. Yeah, I don't really know, but you'd think so. You think so, but it's very unlikely. Maybe you could go to the Church of Atheist Heathen and maybe meet someone there. <laughs> oh, Brian. Finding an atheist male in 50s is like Art. finding a needle in a haystack. I agree with Monica. I don't think there's a lot no, of people. It's very, that, I, it's, like, it's very rare. 
Mm-hmm. In the relationships you've had, Monica, has it been like, like, has that been something that you've been had in common? With my last boyfriend, that was something we had in common. Huh. Yes. And it was good yeah, because but... we didn't have that conflict. Right. Well, we had other conflicts, but we didn't have that one. I wouldn't mind somebody who's religious as long as they don't judge me for not believing. Right. And they just accept that I don't believe. I accept that you don't believe, Monica. I just know I'm going to miss you someday when I'm in heaven. <laughs> Sorry, we won't be in heaven together, Brian. <laughs> or maybe we'll both be in hell. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where we're going. You guys could start up an online meetup group. There you go. See? I know, right? Yeah. Single women at 50. That's right. At our age, too. You'll find someone that's willing to move. No, you oh, want that's... a meetup group that's co-ed. Yes. Not yeah. That's right. Yeah, yes. all the yeah, group. all the meetup groups that I'm part of are co-ed. What meetup groups have you joined? I'm part of like four of them. A couple of them are hiking. I love hiking. I forget the exact name, but it's like hiking and late forties or something. And then there's uh, oh shit, you're getting kicked out of that group soon. What? <laughs> <laughs> when are you turning fifty? Just real quick question. This soon? year. At okay. the end of this okay. year. Okay. Anyway, go on. What was the other two <laughs> clubs? The cruise that you guys have, that would have been on my birthday celebration. Oh. Uh, yeah. So it's a couple of them are hiking. And then one of them is people from like implants and Nevada implants or something like that. People who just moved from like implants. Place. Yes. Like breast implants. <laughs> That's all you think of about, Ryan. I know. Brian. Demetrius um, thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. (laughs) People who have been implanted. I'm the only one who didn't think that. (laughs) Into Nevada, Northern Nevada implants. You could call them transplants. Transplants. (laughs) Yeah. I guess maybe that's the name. Maybe that's the right word. (laughs) (laughs) I have another one about, um, I think it's crafts. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys that want to go crafting. Yeah, there's a <laughs> so, lot of guys that like to do. You craft, need to go find something like you got to go to like beer drinkers or something oh, like I that. Oh, I have like, one. Yeah, like, I, right. I'm serious though, right? In the grand scheme of things, you go yes, on one that says like pub crawl, pub or crawl, wine mixer, or yes, is, wine there mixer. There is a couple. You didn't let me get to it. Maybe there's cocktail there's mixer. Plenty. There's yeah. Cock there's mixer. a lot of yeah. Mixer. Go to a cock mixer. I said cocktail. Oh, okay. Sorry, Monica. She said cock Sounds promising. I only want one exactly. good cock. Just one. <laughs> one good cock. That's right. I that's told fair. you that's how his brain thinks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's a couple of drinking ones where there's bar meats. Hmm. Now, did you find these on Meetup? What is that? I think it's meetup.com or something. It's the Meetup app. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's Meetup. Yeah. yeah. Go to okay. Meetup. Monica. Yeah. If worst case scenario, you've met some new friends and you do an activity you like, not, yeah. you know, nothing I'm okay lost. with that. And what if you meet somebody who's got a brother or a cousin or something that's like, oh, my God, he'd be just your type, right? You never know. Mm -hmm. No, but I I would be happy with just making friends. Yeah. But that's the thing. You haven't lost anything. That's how Mm -hmm. I made my friends. I I moved absolutely by myself. And that's how I made my friends other than Brian. (laughs) (laughs) There's a joke in there somewhere. No, I'm just going to leave it alone. So do you have anything you want to ask us? You want to ask the girls something? You finally got to see them? Got the faces I, yeah, to the names? Yeah, I'm so glad that I finally got to see you guys. And no, I I mean, I probably think of questions afterwards, but 
you know, I just like to um, feel like I'm not the only one, Monica. And I like mm -hmm. your advice, Tess. Like I was saying, I second question everything that I do lately. And I just, I like to know that, you know, I'm doing what everybody else is doing. I'm not going crazy. Nope. You're totally normal, believe it or not. I'm yeah, totally normal. I would say so. <laughs> yeah. We're all fucked up. <laughs> there That's you are. true. Good Lord, I'm in that camp. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd just like to thank E for coming on. Yeah. It was really yeah. great to, you know, chat with you finally. 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 We've been hearing your name for a long time, E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that Brian has forever throughout this whole podcast said that you said he wasn't too masculine. And I love the fact <laughs> that you came on and you said, I didn't say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> she said it. She said it. He just thinks about it a lot because he's a metrosexual, but... That's not what I said. I love when you no. told the story that you like were sitting in the bathtub with the glass of wine when her words came back to you. <laughs> it's like, holy with shit, I scented am. bubble bath. <laughs> oh, wait, a lumpy. <laughs> I like that, too. No, I just tried to tell you, you were not my masculine type, my men type. There you go. Like, she just said it. You hear that? You just heard it. <laughs> I just said she it. She said it. Thank you. Thank you for not saying I was a liar. I didn't say you're not masculine. I say you are not my masculine type. You are my friendly type. Yeah. Okay. That's what every guy in the world is going to think when he hears that. <laughs> not being a man's man is not always a bad thing. It means you're not too machismo for your own good, right? That's true. You know, I tell her she's a Latina. She likes the machismo guy. That's what she likes. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> All like different things, Brian. <laughs> Just be happy that you are not my type. You'd be in trouble. <laughs> Do any closing thoughts for anybody? Don't lose hope. You know, keep believing in what you want in the future. Yeah. Thank you. I will do that. And thank you for making me feel that I'm not too crazy. No, no you're actually you're pretty damn, you're, you're, you're actually pretty damn normal. Monica knows I would not <laughs> be talking to you if you were a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to say it. <laughs> you are in the in crowd now. All right. Thank you. And when any kind of new information pops up and you want to make a little guest appearance, you just let me know. We'll make it happen. Absolutely. I, yes. I will let you guys know. I think I get too confident that I will do that. All right. Bye, well, uh, e, like I said, thank you for coming on. It was great seeing you, mm -hmm. and I'll see you soon. So, Likewise. All right. Okay. Bye, nice guys. to meet you and take Bye, care. Bye, Nice to meet you. Thanks for joining us today. We covered a lot of ground and we hope you enjoyed the episode and we hope you're able to relate to some aspects of our discussion. As always, we would love to hear any feedback, good or bad, at our email 2.5chickspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at 2.5chicks to stay up on episodes airing. And if you like what you hear, please spread the word about our podcast and subscribe to it so you never miss an episode. Special thanks to our producer D for the hard work week after week. And you know how to reach us if you want to come on as a guest. Talk to us, laugh with us about whatever you'd like. Keep coming back. We will be back with you again in two weeks.